You're listening to Got Tech, the podcast with your hosts, Eric Geis and Nick Johnson. Welcome back to Got Tech, the podcast. This is episode 51 called Organizational EdTech from NJECC 2020. In this episode, Geis and I record from the presentation floor at this year's NJECC conference in Montclair, New Jersey. In the sharing spirit of educational conferences, we'll be sharing 10 of our favorite new organizational EdTech tools. We'll close the episode by describing slidesmania.com, your new one-stop shop for creative presentation templates and ideas. Check it out. So we are back for episode number 51. This is live at the NJECC conference. Nick, how's it going today? It's going good. We're here. It's early in the morning. Um, right now, the presentations are sort of just getting underway. Guys and I have found a little side room to get the podcast together and bring you guys some exciting stuff uh, from the conference that we've heard about, things we're excited to see. And um, it's always fun to kind of do these shows on the road because you get to talk to people. We've already met a couple new people this morning as we're sort of signing in and getting breakfast. And it's a good way to energize uh, the content for the episode as well. So I I don't know about you, but I'm pretty happy to be here and I think it's going to be a good day. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, happy to be here as well. Uh, We applied for several presentations and uh, we were blessed to get three of them. We were surprised, but also we feel very blessed to get three presentations accepted. Our first presentation is going to be our favorite, which is the EdTech Throwdown, which we get to present some of our favorite uh, EdTech tools, apps, and extensions. Yeah, it's sort of a callback to if you listen to maybe like the first year of Got Tech the Podcast, we used to end each show with a tech battle where Geis and I would argue over who had the best tech selection. And uh, the EdTech Throwdown is kind of like that, except we do it in front of a live audience, of course, in the presentation. So we'd present a select number of tools, and then we actually have everybody vote on who has the best one. I'm pretty sure it's tied up right now. I've got one win, you've got one. And there was one that actually, for real, worked out as an actual uh, tie. And the weird thing was that was with like like 56 people in the room yeah yeah I mean, it wasn't like we had uh, 10 people in the room. It was a 5-5 split. But I will say this. I'm pretty sure the one lady in the back, she said she uh, couldn't get onto the internet, but she said she was voting for me. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Might, that might have been mine as well, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep it as a tie. Um, right. I'm excited for today. We brought a lot of new uh, extensions and apps and uh, things to that presentation. What is our second presentation? I think second, uh, f- very <clears throat> fittingly, we're presenting on uh, student podcasting, which is how to bring a podcast uh, to either your classroom or like a school club um, to sort of get kids involved in in that and recording it and publishing it and of course in the process learning about content for whatever that class is so that's always one of my favorite ones to do because it is sort of new podcasts have been around for a long time now but they've just recently started to gain some traction as an actual classroom tool and I've people at least the last time we did that same presentation people were pretty excited at the possibility of, of doing this with their students so I always like that one and then what are we ending it with there's a third presentation as well yeah we're what we're gonna end it with is a uh, it's an escape the room presentation but it's our little twist on it so nick and i over the years we've done a lot of digital escape the rooms we've done a lot of physical escape the rooms but 
we see some cons with both of them. For example, with the uh, physical escape room, they're very expensive. If you're having boxes and locks and stuff like that, the locks break, the boxes break. Uh, you need to make multiple setups for a class so no one is getting lost in the lesson. Uh, so we saw those cons for the physical. For the digital, we lose the hands-on piece. Everything is done on a screen. So we came up and we decided that we were going to do a blended escape the room where uh, basically the only thing that you're paying for is to make copies of clues which will be laid out on tables and all our locks and stuff are done via Google Forms so we're we still have the hands-on activity but it's also very very uh, minimal financial effort to produce one of these and uh, sometimes we do include one box at the end and we'll throw some like candy or some treats in there we'll pick me up at the end of the class period but uh so those are our three presentations we're super excited to present all three uh, if you have a chance to uh, ever see us at a presentation please come up and uh you know let us know. Uh, we've met a lot of cool people through the Twitterverse, but now we're meeting them in in uh, real life face-to-face -face at these conferences, which is very exciting. Yeah, that's always the best part is meeting new people, talking to new people. It's where you learn so many cool things. And if anybody is in the New York, New Jersey, maybe even Connecticut area, this is a great conference to check out. It's huge. Uh, the Montclair University campus that it's located in does a great job kind of hosting. And um, sort of in the spirit of going and attending conferences, obviously that's one thing you've got to be really good at as a teacher if you're going to take the day off and you're trying to get your sub plans together um, is staying organized, right? you got to keep all your stuff together, make sure everything is in line, planning, preparation has to be on point so for segment two today we thought we'd bring you a list of some new and a couple old ones but some of our favorites some new uh, organizational ed tech tools so stay tuned to hear about some of our favorite organizational ed tech you can follow got tech outside the podcast at gottech.com or on twitter at we got tech All right, we're back for segment two at NJECC conference. Uh, Nick mentioned something at the end of the last segment about you know how wonderful of a conference this is, and I have to agree. And uh, that just reminded me of something. This conference really treats their presenters right. Not only do we get like a free meal, two free meals out of it, and a free parking pass because we have to park in a parking garage, but we also, um, the conference is free for us. If you present here, they, you know, the registration fee is waived. So if you're interested in presenting, please, by all means, uh, put in an application uh, for next year. Uh, let's get into our second segment, which is organizational ed tech. Now, we often share ed tech tools, apps, and extensions that we're very excited about and Nick gets super excited when we start talking organization because out of the out of the two of us he's the organizational one and I'm like the ideas guy I'd say we're both creative just in different different ways but he's definitely the organizational one so this kid is like frothing at the mouth just to get ready to talk to this. Yeah, this is like my, my wheelhouse, so I'm pretty excited. And a lot of these are that we found are new, but there are some old ones as well that we uh, we always go back to on the show, but that's because we think they're they're just so valuable. Uh, these are things like uh, Google Keep, Save to Google Drive, OneTab. Uh, Google Keep, of course, lets you really easily save uh, things that you find online, kind of click and drag over. Um, we've talked about it before too as a way to give feedback because it gives you this little Google Keep sidebar where you can add images as like stickers and sort of drag those onto student work. 
There's so many things you can do with Google Keep. Uh, save to Google Drive any links you find online. You can just sort of really easily with one click add those things to your Google Drive so you can check them out later. And then of course the, the all-powerful one tab which we bring up all the time. Uh, a way to sort of uh, condense and then reopen a bunch of different tabs at once for different projects you're, you're working on. So those are sort of like our go-tos. But guys, what are some of the, uh, the new and exciting organizational ed tech tools we found? Yeah, so the ones today, um, I, I just got to preface uh, what Nick said with if Google Keep, uh, Save to Google Drive in one tab work for you, we are going to mention some that do the same function. That doesn't mean that you have to jump off of the Google Keep bandwagon, but if there's something that you don't like about Google Keep and you want to check out other options, that might give you, uh, we might give you an ed tech tool that you might want to just check out. But those three are all solid. The first one I'm going to talk about is Trello. And uh, Nick and I use Trello. We were actually introduced to Trello by a former guest, Kyle Nemus. And this is a fantastic tool. We now organize Got Tech through Trello. So every time that we come up with something that we want to talk about, we work on show notes through Trello. We give each other homework and assignments through Trello, and it just allows you to make all these lists, and it's like on one big platform. So we have podcast ideas as one of our topic lists. We have um, blog ideas as one of the uh, topic lists that we have. So we work and stay organized, and then you can collaborate within these lists with other people. So Trello is our first one that we want to throw out there. Yeah, Trello's great. Um, another one that's sort of like a must-have if you're a teacher who uses Chrome and does a lot of stuff with different Chrome extensions which I think is probably most of us now in the, in the, in the age of uh, Google school, uh, Google's uh, Google use in schools. Extensity is an extension itself, but it's an extension that manages other extensions. So one thing you'll find if you have a bunch of extensions in your Chrome browser is that they can kind of slow things down, especially if they're all running and all active. So with Extensity, you click it in within the, you know, once you're in Google Chrome and it opens up a list of all the extensions you have and it lets you really quickly and easily sort of turn them off and on. So this is, this is great because you can keep everything uh, in your Chrome browser running fast by turning off the things you don't use all the time and just turning them back on again if you're starting a project or doing something where you know you're going to need them. So Extensity is really super easy and is, is a no-brainer for anybody that's into Chrome extensions. So check it out. So our next one is called Todoist. Todoist allows you to save pretty much anything that you find within the Google Chrome as a task. So if, say you run across a website that you wanna come back to because you think it's a good fit for your classroom, you could save it to Todoist and uh, that's gonna save in your little uh, Todoist taskbar and you can go back and revisit that. If you're working on a providing feedback to a group of students on a project and you need to shut down your computer Computer, just save it to Todoist um, before you shut down. That way, instead of going back into maybe your Google Drive or an email or something like that, it will grab that URL and it will allow you to bring it up. Same thing with recipes, pictures, anything that has a URL, you can save to Todoist and it kind of allows you to go back and grab that whenever you want very easily. All right, so this next one I think is really cool and it's something I didn't really know I needed until I read about it. It's called Speed Dial 2 New Tab, which is sort of a mouthful, but Speed Dial 2 New Tab, I think the best way to describe it, it's like it's like bookmarks within your browser, but sort of on crack because it takes a, the idea of a bookmark and sort of brings it to the next level. So the whole idea is that there's these links that you use a lot, right? And typically those are the things that you keep in your bookmarks. But then over time you build up this insane list of bookmarks and even that gets hard to navigate itself. So if you 
you found yourself in this scenario, you might want to check out Speed Dial 2 New Tab. Um, basically, it lets you customize uh, your, it's, it's sort of like in a bookmarking style, you can customize links and arrange them from, and it does the arranging automatically, that's the cool part, so the ones that you use the most will sort of automatically go to the top. Uh, within that, you can customize it and sort of arrange things the way you like. It even has sort of a, like a design element where you can customize the color and the font and change the size of different things so that it sort of fits a look and a style that is best for you. As an added bonus, it will sync this list with your phone or whatever tablet you use. So if you're kind of doing the same thing, sometimes on your laptop, laptop, but maybe at home, you switch over to a tablet to work. It's all going to be right there and exactly the same. One other really cool sort of bonus feature that it has is it lets you, it keeps track of when and how often you visit each of the sites within Speed Dial 2 New Tab, uh, which sort of might help point out to you like, wow, I'm really on, you know, I don't know, if you're on the on Twitter, on your laptop, a whole lot sort of checking to see the newest posts. It'll sort of highlight that for you so you can pinpoint areas where you're not being as productive and try to cut down on that. So Speed Dial 2 New Tab, I think could be a really good one. The next one is uh, the Great Suspender. So what the Great Suspender does is it allows you to keep a lot of tabs open without slowing down your computer. So this is an alternative to one tab. So if you don't like one tab, you could try the Great Suspender. For me personally, uh, I, I've always been a one tab person. It would be very hard to get me away from that. I did check out the Great Suspender. The feel is slightly different. So if the feel for one tab isn't for you, maybe the Great Suspender will have a better feel for you and you you'd like that one a little better. Another one that I think is interesting is called Organizely. Uh, spelled just like it sounds, organized with an L-Y at the end. Organizely uh, kind of takes these unneeded downloads and attachments because we're, you know, you're searching the web and you're always downloading things and they sort of go into that downloads folder, right? Or even if you're saving to Google Drive, it does a similar thing, uh, but they kind of pile up and you tend to lose track of important ones and you don't really know where they end up. And of course you forget about them and then maybe you're losing important things. So Organizely sort of helps you keep all that stuff nice and neat. Um, the best best part about it is any downloads that you that you or anything you download off of uh, your Chrome browser it will process these files and put them in what it thinks is the best spot for them to be automatically so it does it without you placing in a certain folder uh, the way you do it when you set up organizely you kind of set rules for each website and the file type that you usually downloads so that it knows if you're downloading something from New York Times it always puts it in a certain spot or if you're downloading something from maybe your school's website maybe a form you have to fill out. It always puts those in a certain spot. So you no longer have to do this organization yourself. It happens automatically. So I really, really love this because that's something I definitely do anytime I download something is I try to put it in the proper folder myself, but it turns that task of downloading a file into, it's kind of annoying and it, it actually you know, can take a decent amount of time to constantly be doing that. But with this, I can set these rules ahead of time and it's gonna do that for me. So every time you get it from that same online source, it just kind of instantly goes to whatever folder uh, that you've chosen. Um, you can also set it to do deletions after a certain amount of time. So if there's a file that you download and you don't look at it in say a week's time, it'll automatically download that for you, um, which is something else I like too, because a lot of the stuff I download, I end up never looking at it and then it just takes up space. So Organizely can take care of that problem as well. It's going to be a good one. Uh, my next one, I'm a media and tech specialist at our school. Research has been most of my life for the last three and a half years uh, since I went back to school. And this this tool is so great and it's called AirStory. AirStory allows you to stop copying and pasting from sources. So if you're collecting research for a project or a research paper, you no longer need to copy and paste 
uh, your notes into maybe a Google form or anything like that from other sources. What it does is you find a resource that you want to use uh, as far as your research goes. You make that whatever you're looking at, if it's a you know Google Doc or a research paper or anything like that, you make that an air story note. You save that note and then it allows you to drag that note into say a Google Doc that you're keeping all of your uh, your quotes or your research that you like in there. And the best thing about AirStory is it also will bring in the citations to that resource when you pull that note into your Google Doc or whatever you're using. Uh, so if if you're at CNN and you find an article there that you want to cite, uh, you just make a note out of it, you drag it into your Google Doc, and it will have the works cited information um, pulled in with it. Saves you a lot of time. Wow, that sounds awesome. Did not know about AirStory till right now. This next one is quick and easy, but it's definitely worth mentioning. We've talked about something before called LastPass. Uh, you're, you might know that your school even uses something like LastPass to help teachers or maybe even students keep track of passwords because there's so many different things you have to sign in with now. Well, an alternative to LastPass, which by the way, keeps track of those passwords for you is something called Dashlane Password Manager. It's not super complicated and it does exactly like it sounds it would do. It's a Chrome extension that stores your, whatever your passwords are for a bunch of different sites so that when you go to that site, it'll sort of automatically fill them in for you so that you don't have to remember and keep track. Um, it's very secure so you don't have to worry about anybody stealing those passwords and getting into things and for stuff that you're using for your school anyway, uh, it should be just fine. Uh, so definitely check out Dashlane Password Manager or any or any of these. That's just an alternative to some of the ones that we've talked about before. All right, so our next one, we've talked a lot of Google. This one is for the Microsoft people, and this is called OneNote Web Clipper. It allows you to clip any web page uh, to your OneNote so you can access it from anywhere, anytime. So you can click uh, clip PDFs, images, uh, videos, bookmarks, Whatever you want, it helps you to be organized, it saves you time, and it allows you to access it through OneNote. All right, so there's 10 organizational ed tech tools for you guys on this very exciting NJECC record day. Hopefully you found something that appeals to you, can help you stay a little bit more organized in your life and in your school. All right, so our third segment, we're gonna go away from the organizational tools a little bit, but I mean, you can make this a stretch for organization as well. But uh, over the last couple of weeks, you know, Nick's been unavailable. He took the holidays to be with his uh, family. We kind of dropped most of our technology over that time, and uh, I needed to make a presentation. It was actually for a family matter, so that's why I was on my technology, and I needed a Google Slides template. So I started searching around, and I came across something called slides mania and let me tell you something slides mania is probably the the best christmas present i got without even asked for it i, I just stumbled upon it on twitter i saw a handle slides mania i clicked on it and i wondered what it was about and you go to slides mania the slides mania website which is slides mania Dot com and I I actually went to the education portal on that uh, there's a business side and educational side there are a couple other tabs and stuff where you can look at uh, the formal stuff the fun stuff simple show off some colors and how to's and stuff like that but I went to the educational one and I was just taking a look at it and there are tons and tons and tons and tons of free PowerPoint templates and Google slide themes 
for education. So the next thing I wanted to do is I wanted to reach out to Slides Mania because you can follow Slides Mania at Slides Mania on Twitter. And I, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. It's free. Like these templates are free. At least the ones I used were free. And I was, I was just awed by this because the quality of these templates are pretty amazing. Yeah, this is, this is really great. This is a new one for me. Guys kind of just told me about it within the past couple of days. I've always used uh, a similar website called Slides Carnival. And I think that's maybe, I'm not sure if it's just me or if that's been the more popular one for everybody for the past maybe decade or so. But Slides Mania is definitely going to give it a run for its money. And if you're sort of looking for something different, Slides Mania for sure is a place you want to check out. There's so much on here. Um, one of my favorite things about it is they actually have, besides all of the different tabs and, and the tons of different templates within the categories that guys sort of read off, uh, you can organize by color. They've got fun, simple, formal business education. They have other cool things that are unique to Slides Mania, like how-tos, where they show you tips and tricks for Google Slides. That's if you are maybe somebody like me who enjoys making your own versions of these things or maybe downloading one but sort of editing it to make it in your own style. It gives you some uh, some walkthroughs on how to do different stuff. There's all kinds of different how-to videos and, and uh, presentations that they've put together for you. And at the bottom of their page, they also have a special request link. So if there's something that you're looking for that they don't have, it seems like you can reach out and ask them to put it together for you. So this is definitely something that is I'm going to start using almost immediately when I'm putting together presentations, both for my students, maybe having my students put together presentations for different class projects, and also you know our, our professional life here where we go and present. So back to the story a little bit, I uh, decided I wanted to reach out to Slides Mania on Twitter and it's actually this lady named Paula and, and, and Paula's amazing. She got back to me in very little time. I just reached out, thanked her for this awesome resource and I asked her if this was something that she did professionally, if this was, you know, something that she was doing, uh, you know, as her job and she's not. I mean, she's actually not a professional designer. She works um, in a different department in the world, but she uses creation of these slide templates as a way to kind of relieve stress and just, you know, do something that she loves to do on the side. So it's very therapeutic for her. So I found that to be pretty awesome. If she wanted to, she could charge for these. And I'm not encouraging you, Paula, to charge for all your templates because people like me definitely need these things in our lives. But I will say that, you know, she is very, very uh, sincere and, and happy that people are using these templates and it makes her smile when uh, she sees someone uh, taking a picture of a template that she created. So what I'm asking for is everyone to go check out Slides Mania, uh, use one of the templates and then take a picture of you doing it and tagging at Slides Mania because, uh, you know, if that's going to make her smile, the, the free templates are going to make me smile. It's a win-win situation. I think it's just amazing. Yeah, some the, uh, some of the I just want to go back again to some of the how-tos that are on here. This is some really cool stuff. They have things like how to create a metallic effect in Google Slides, how to do color overlays in Google Slides, how to make a neon glow effect, uh, how to do color matching, how to add snow, just all sorts of really cool creative things for uh, your own creations or for your students. So yeah, this is definitely really cool. And thanks, Paula, for putting this out there for everybody. And um, I, I, guys, I think this actually kind of fits with our overall organizational theme here because creating, you know, nice presentations, it's, you could sort of twist that into being a, at least organ, staying organized within the presentation itself. So hopefully you've got some good ways to organize your, your Chrome browser and, and the files you're downloading and just sort of staying on track in your, in your work life. Um, and now also you've got a cool way to find some new organization in your presentations as well. 
Thanks for listening to Got Tech, the podcast. Remember to subscribe to our show and follow us at We Got Tech on Twitter so you can stay up to date with the latest episode releases, blog posts, product reviews, and PD announcements. You can also follow Geist and I individually at Geist Got Tech and at Nick Got Tech on Twitter or on Instagram at Nick Got Tech. Finally, remember to check out our website, gottech.com, where we post all our episodes, articles, and resources available to you for free. Until next time.